0: When you're going for a pardon, before you even send your application, clean up all your social media, clean up Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, please clean that up. The pardon board brought up one of the guys holding up a firearm on your picture and you supposed to be a felon. They check your social media. They check to see if you committed a crime with someone, partners or whatnot, They make sure you're not hanging out with those co-partners on social media and things like that, that you abide by your court conditions.
1: Within three years of release, two out of three ex-offenders are rearrested. Clearly, something is broken. It's time we strategize ways to prevent repeat offenses. Our brainstorming session
0: starts now. Welcome to A Prisoner's Pardon. Before you even send your application, clean up all your social media.
1: Hello, and welcome to A Prisoner's Pardon with me, your host, Michi J. My special guest today is Sarita Owens. She is going to be talking to us about how she received her pardon. Sarita is a graduate from the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. She has a bachelor's degree in social work. She also has worked for Sojourner Family Peace Center as a domestic violence advocate. Sarita has a lot of experience, and she's coming on today to talk specifically about how she got a pardon. Hi, Sarita. Welcome to Prisoner's Pardon. Why don't you introduce yourself and tell us about your story?
0: Hi, Michi. My name is Sarita Owens. I'm a probation agent for a year and a half. I've been pardoned from the governor for, say, two years, three years now. Wow.
1: That's incredible. Tell us, how did you get a pardon?
0: I was looking into some research because when Scott Walker was in office, he put a pause on all pardons the whole time he was in office. So I looked at the application and once I... Once we got a new governor, I saw my chance and I went for it. The uh-huh. process is very easy to go by and people is just um, intimidated because it's a pardon and they think they have to do a lot of stuff. But it's really easy to do
1: because hmm. some people get attorneys and pay a lot of money for it. And you're saying yeah. that
0: they don't have to do all that. No, they don't have to do all that. It depends on what type of pardons. Maybe you want to get legal advice for the wording if there's some type of murder or egregious crimes like that. But for theft, drug felonies, small crimes like class H&I felonies, that's very easy to do on your own.
1: Okay. H&I. Okay. Okay. That's some good advice right there. So just looking at their class of a case. So the easier it is, you probably don't need that much advice. So it's just going on the website.
0: Yep. You go on a a Tony Evers governor website. You can Google Tony Evers pardons and it'll take you right directly to the application. To qualify for a pardon, you have to be at least 5 years completed with all your criminal supervision all of that has to be at least 5 years done out the way. Okay. to qualify. You can't have any nothing active. Other ca- no active cases in any jurisdiction or anything like that and you can't be a current registered sex offender.
1: All right. Hmm. That's interesting that once you get that sex offense, those are not pardonable. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing active as well. Okay. So what made you even look for a pardon in the first place?
0: The reason why I was seeking for a pardon because I tried to get an expungement twice and I was denied. When I was going through my court case, the judge said in the court case, hey, once you go through your sentence and been clear for five years, you can come back for an expungement. So after I completed my sentence and my confinement and my probation was over, I committed my crime in 2004. So Mm. I first went for a pardon, I say, in 2019. Mm. And that was totally way over the required time that the judge said I can use to get an expungement. Mm -hmm. So I went through the process to do the expungement. I was denied twice. So my dad, he encouraged me to do a pardon because he said a pardon is from the governor and the expungement is from the courts.
1: I was going to say, um, just really just say, what's the difference between that? Because I see a lot of people more going for the expungement rather than the pardon. And the pardon is way better.
0: Yes, because the pardon restore your rights like you was never a felon. So it restores all your firearms, any rights that you lost as a felon, you get all those rights back.
1: Hmm. But expungement, you don't
0: expungement um they removed the record off the the c-cap so it's no longer visible
1: okay I'm glad that you you brought this up because I have uh, a brother that he's looking to try and get his stuff expunged because he's doing some work in the health field yeah Mm -hmm. and they're saying that he has to do that but His record, he's been out a long time, so that makes sense to actually go for the pardon rather than the expungement. And
0: then you said it was easier? Yeah, the process to get an expungement, you basically write in a judge to see what they expunged just off your record, and the judge decides if they're going to do it or not. The paperwork for an expungement is easy. You basically plead and... Uh, everything on a letter and you sending it to the courts now a pardon it's a little bit more lengthy than that they mm-hmm. want to see the original offenses you had so you got to go down to the courthouse to get your paperwork the mm-hmm. original paperwork you have to mail all that out and some questions that you have to answer on the actual application itself Mm-hmm. Um, I went up and beyond. I got some letters of recommendation um from family and friends and coworkers and things like that. And then it's some papers you have to send to the DA office to let them know that you're going for a pardon and to see if they have any any objections to it.
1: Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, because we wanna come alongside a prisoner's pardon here in the ministry that I'm doing here. We come alongside of them mm-hmm. and getting a letter of recommendation. And with some training that we're doing with the book, Prisoner's Pardon, just really knowing what a pardon is all about. Any questions on that paperwork that stood out?
0: They basically want to know what led you into that. What did you do? I have the application actually pulled up. They said, have you ever applied for a pardon before? What was the kind of crime that you did? The state and the county, just basic demographic questions. They asked, has anyone ever put a restraining order on you? If yes, you got to explain that. The biggest question is, in your own words, describe in detail the crime which you are seeking a pardon for. So they want you to explain what happened, why did you commit the crime, and any information you believe the Pardon Advisory Board would need to know to consider. What I did is I answered the questions directly. I went piece by piece, what and why and what happened in, in my crime. And I made sure I explained, I took accountability for my own actions and the part that I took in my crime, I did not blame what I did on anyone <laughs> Very else.
1: Very important. Okay. Thank you for mentioning that. Cause that's extremely important. What about if you have more than one?
0: You have felony. to list on uh, one app application. So if mm-hmm. you have more than one felony, there's room for you to explain each felony or wh- each crime that you did. So you don't have to do an application per felony okay
1: all right that's good you can because i was hoping you would say that and not have it be you have to do one for each uh, case so
0: is there a cost from the state to do this this is all free that's oh. why i said people go to a lawyer just for them to do what you can do on your own. I know sometimes Mm -hmm. it's intimidating with grammar and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. There's an app called Grammarly that (laughs) you can put your words in (laughs) if you're having trouble with your punctuation and things like that. You always can have a friend or a family member edit it to make sure things sound right. But you don't have to hire a professional to do this work for you because there's no cost to submit this application
1: okay do you is there on I should probably just go look at that but you said that the board meets is there how often do they meet
0: the process takes at least between six 16 to 24 months okay to get completed because especially they have a lot of applications people sending in a lot of applications because Scott Worker had the program on pause for a long time. So it's a lot of applications getting pushed through. So there's going to be a way I was adamant to make sure if I moved, if I changed my email or anything, because I didn't know how I was going to get noticed, but you will get notified by everything through email. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: All right. So of course, like we're have listeners like in different states, so it may be different if you're in Illinois or Minnesota, whatever state that you're in, so that would be different how long that process would take. So you said your dad, he said for you to go for the pardon rather than the expungement. I really applaud your dad for stepping in. Any fathers that come in and they be talking to their kids, I really applaud that. That was a great thing that he told you about and you didn't give up and just accept that you have these old cases and you wanted to just get into jobs that you wouldn't have to worry about them
0: pulling up a old record. Yes, because that was one of the reasons why I had to go to college to get my bachelor's degree because I was intimidated because I hadn't had this blemish on my record from Mm -hmm. when I was 23 years old. That was the first crime I ever committed, the first thing I ever did in my life, and it was a felony. So I always had that over my head. During the time I was working for a store, so I didn't lose my job, and I worked through the whole time I had a felony, but... It was just when I did switch careers, it was like, what I'm going to do next? What job can I get to make good money instead of working at a warehouse or a department store? No shade at department store workers, but (laughs) I wanted something else different because I'm a talker I like helping people I wanted to go in the helping field so I knew what I've been through in my life because I've been a teen parent and things like that I wanted to go into the social work field and I went to college and I was trying to approve myself to society to show them that I wasn't a criminal but Mm -hmm. that record still hold weight over my head so that's why I went and did the part to get that weight off of my shoulders.
1: I like that. You bring in the emotional stress, especially when you haven't done anything else. You've been working, you're productive, and you should get this off your record. You know, you're not continually trying to commit crimes and stuff. And I've talked to a lot of people and you all, I met her at the Milwaukee Juneteenth Festival that was last Monday. And a lot of people were asking about pardons and Sarita came up and she told me that she received one. You don't have many talking about the pardon that they did on their own. I talked to some people, they were working with lawyers and it's like, why? But I would get a chance to talk to them. So did they have any kind of requirements afterwards? Say like, you got your pardon. Is anything that they say, whereas, oh, if you commit another crime or something, it's wiped out. Is it permanent? They can't take it away.
0: They can't take it away. Once you get your pardon and your pardon, you get a certificate with a gold seal from the governor (laughs) saying you have been forgiven for whatever crime. And the date that you committed the crime and you've been forgiven by Governor Tony Evers. It's a big old, nice certificate that you get. I actually framed mine because you <laughs> this was a, a big accomplishment for me. You should. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's no take back.
1: I'm listening. And it's so similar to the spiritual pardon that we get from God. And I like how you said you took accountability. You confessed it. And that's exactly what we do when we come to God and we ask for a pardon from him for a pardon of sin, all the crimes that we've done. And he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins, which is a pardon. And that's why I named it Prisoner's Pardon, because my brother is now in prison now. And once he gets out and he has this five year I want him to go for a pardon. Now, my other brother, I'm going to help him do a pardon as well cuz he's trying to do expungement and he was just talking to me about it so tell a little bit about your job like you are a probation and parole agent
0: yes being an agent is really tough because we have a lot of people that we have to supervise and make sure and hold them accountable for what they've done and a lot of people don't take probation and parole serious. They just think it's a pass and a free skip out of jail. And once they get out in the community, some people don't want to put in the work to, to do what they got to do. But you got those clients that I don't call them offenders. Those mm-hmm. other clients that's very dedicated to put their life on track. And when I see them putting into work, while they're on supervision those the ones I kind of tell like hey you know once you complete all this there's another step to get this removed and I do share the information with certain clients that's on a positive way and I know they're gonna put in the work to do what they gotta do because that's why I chose to get in that field to help people that's been in my position never been in a habitual criminal activity just made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And one mistake shouldn't hold you a life sentence against you because having a felony even though you moving out and about in the community that is still a life sentence on your life.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's why they have a pardon out there just for cases like yours. And I'm I'm hoping a lot of people are listening to this so that they can understand that they too can get a pardon. And just putting in the work, it's not that much considering what you have to deal with. I don't think it's much work at all.
0: Right. To get my rights back and feel like a whole American citizen (laughs) for the most part, I will go take that court and pay them a couple of dollars for those original documents. I will pay that little extra money to send my documents in certified mail I will make sure I have additional copies to make sure I have a backup plan just in case my paperwork get lost in the mail to make those efforts just to get my rights back.
1: Yes. So you got all your rights back? Like, I know you you
0: had voting. Um... I was able to vote. When you're a felon, you can vote long as you're not on supervision. So they already changed that law. Any felon that not on supervision, you can still legally vote in an election as long as you're not on active supervision.
1: Okay, that makes sense. Okay, what about the other rights that you
0: lose? For I it? got my gun rights, I I'm, sorry, a CCW, I to I'm a CCW it. holder, yeah. I have a couple firearms that's in my name that I went to the store. I go <laughs> to the shooting range every weekend with my sons.
1: Which one do you go sure. to? <laughs>
0: yes. Uh, We go to Bear Arms and then the Badger on Miller Parkway. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, because I'm
1: starting to to go to one over there on Layton. But yeah, so that is awesome that you will have the right to Bear Arms because that's a right, a serious right that you lose, that along with voting. And you should be seeking a pardon. Wow, you are telling some great stuff here, and I'm sure it's a lot of people that's been in your position or is in this position right now. And maybe they're close to their five years. I mean, do they have to wait totally to five years at the date of the paperwork
0: or can it since it's yes. like, uh okay, they do? They do because I have uh, another person that I actually helped with a pardon and his application was sent back because he's not fully the five years from his last conviction. So you do have to wait because they do check. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. I was wondering, can you like slip it through because like, no. the process takes over, you know, it could take a year or something like maybe they're four and a half
0: or no, something. No, <laughs> no. Can't. You gotta you gotta be done with it for five years before you even submit your application before they even even entertain it. So you got to do that five years on good terms. Okay. And something, and something you know, took back to me when you was talking about how we ask for God, a pardon for God. The key word is to, to be totally forgiven for God. You can't be doing the same things you was doing to keep asking mm-hmm. him for forgiveness. so just just a pardon from the governor you can't keep on committing crimes and being in a court system and then you want to be forgiven for that yeah so that go hand in hand with the word of god on how he forgives us too
1: (laughs) oh serena my hat's off to you okay you have to how do you say come right you really have to believe in your heart and really want to make a change otherwise it's not going to work. Now for a quick commercial break. We are so excited to announce On Sale Now on Amazon is the long-awaited book A Prisoner's Pardon by C.C. Sky. By the way, that's my pen name. This book shows just how important a father is needed. It goes into detail how a father is needed in not just a family house, but also in the house of government and in the church house. What's happening is all three institutional houses are broken because of no father. The solution to this predicament for all three houses is God the Father, because only through his restoration can freedom be found. Go to Amazon, it's there. Now back to our show. That's probably why you have to go through this process, that people that put in that work, they tend not to be trying to get back in trouble
0: anyway. Correct. <laughs> oh, and just an extra couple of tips. Is when you're going for a pardon, before you even send your application, clean up all your social media. Good. Oh, say that again. <laughs> Please clean up your social media, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok. Ooh. Please clean that up because when I had my pardon, when they was doing the meetings over Zoom, so you can see other people in their interviews. And the pardon board brought up one of the guys saying, why was you holding up a firearm Ooh. on your picture? And you supposed to be a felon. Ooh. So they check your social media. They check to see if you committed a crime with someone who had cold partners or whatnot they make sure you're not hanging out with those co-partners on social media and things like that that you abide by your court conditions and things like that so please clean up your social media before you even send your application off
1: that is so huge Serena that I can't man I cannot tell you how much I've seen and it's you telling on yourself, it's like no such thing as privacy, you're telling everybody, and police are just going right to their Facebook and collecting the information. But this is even employers do that as well, not just the pardon board,
0: but employers look at this as well. All right? And if you really cannot obtain your decency on social media, don't put it in your real name. Make it a name that's a nickname that's not attached to your email. <laughs> that Because you can find alias Facebook names with your regular email that you use to set up your work or whatever application with, send your application with. So just make sure that email that you put on your pardon application is not attached to any social media that you don't want to be embarrassed by (laughs) wow that that's this is an
1: awesome interview this is going to get replayed all the time i bet sarita i really congratulate you on getting your own pardon and then working in the field that you work in so that people know that there is hope on the other end you can get this erased just stop don't keep doing it stop and you can get this cleaned up. Is there anything else that we should know that you want to say about the pardon itself? And again, I'm
0: just so proud of you doing this. When the last time I went to a informational session, they're making the pardons a little bit easier to get the process a little bit easier. For example, when I had my pardon, I had to go to advisory board meeting, so I had to meet with the board members, and I had to explain myself. They each had a opportunity to question me on what they wanted to ask me and things like that. The last person that I helped, they didn't have to do none of that. The application was submitted, and then they received an email saying you was granted
1: that was awesome. So that's, that is pretty good. If you don't have to go through all that interviewing. So yeah,
0: that's, that's, uh, that's nervous. I was so nervous. I practiced what I was going to say. I, yeah.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. That That's really awesome. And it's good that they're doing this. And I don't think it's as advertised as it can be, but I'm working on that.
0: That's because they don't want people to know this is available because it's a lot of our people that mainly need this and they don't know it's light at the end of the tunnel. So that's why I express my knowledge of what's going on with the pardons and how I can help and the process on how simple it is. It's just like anything that you want for yourself, you got to put work and dedication And if you put that behind anything that you want, you get anything that you want. That's true.
1: It takes that dedication and sticking to it. That's why we want to come alongside of people that's wanting to get pardons. That's what we're going to be doing here on a prisoner's pardon. But we also, we're coming from the faith aspect of it. And we're not just talking about physical pardons, but also the spiritual pardon from God, because it's not just mental, but spiritual. And I was listening to you talking about how you felt while you had that case over your head and you had to wait the five years, you waited way more than five years, but you will think bad stuff about yourself and devalue yourself and you really shouldn't. So I really apply what you've done, what you're doing now, and that you're in the correctional industry. You're a probation and parole agent. You're seeing it all. So I thank you so much for this information. I'm going to have it in our show notes on how to contact us here and get through to Sharita, as well as, you know, you're going to do the work. Nobody's going to do the work for you. That's because that's part of the process. That's our show today. I thank you so much Sarita from coming on you are a just a godsend a mentor and a hope a light in a darkness for a lot of people on what they can do thank you so much for joining us today
0: it was my pleasure and let me know if anyone needs any help with the process will
1: do thank you so much Thanks for tuning in to the show. For more information on our guests and resources, visit prisonersparting.com. If you're enjoying the content, follow, like, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, please be sure to leave a rating and review. Until next time, God bless.